Welcome to the Dogs Are the Best Friends podcast. I'm Emily, and my best buddy, Flynn, is here too. Hello, my fellow crazy for the Canines Pack members. Today, Megan shares about her German Shepherd puppy, Fitz, who is eight months old and proving to be, yeah, a challenge, but also a joy too. I wanted to highlight Megan's story because her husband is a current military member here in Jacksonville, Florida. And in the United States, we have Veterans Day on Wednesday. I would like to say thank you to our current military personnel and, of course, our veterans. Last week, we had Brian on, and Brian is a veteran as well. So if you'd like to listen to that, that is episode 31 in way back. Okay, I only have 32 episodes as of today. But anyways, way back to episode 6. Art's Power and Healing Through My Maisie's Portrait. That is about Cephas Bradley, and he is a veteran as well. Today, Megan shares about how Fitz came into their lives and is very honest about the struggles and positives of having a puppy during COVID. Be sure to listen to the end when I talk a little bit about some dog psychology, if you will, about the mindset of a dog and how it's so different than ours because of the different species. And I try to put us in their paws, I guess you'd say. So enjoy Megan's story now and hang out for later, too. Well, tell us all about Fitz. He's a German Shepherd, but I know he's a different kind, a little bit different. So tell us all about him. Yeah, so he's a German Shepherd. He's a red and black German Shepherd, though, which we were specifically looking for because we love like the dark features in the German Shepherds versus the light. Uh, we knew we wanted like a really dark face and we wanted the red to give the overall coloring to be much darker. So that's what we were searching for. And we ended up finding, you know, the perfect dog. We found, you know, a couple, two dog parents that uh, the father had a very, very dark face. Um, so that was a big pull to them. Um, and his parents are directly from Poland, actually. So we got very lucky in that he hasn't been bred a lot in America. Uh, so he had, has a lot of the German, strong German shepherd features to him. So a lot bulkier, much bulkier head, not as skinny as some of like the American shepherds have much larger in size. Um, his parents were show dogs though in Poland. So they breed them to be a little bit smaller for show dogs. Um, and have certain features. So he's supposed to be on the smaller side, but every shepherd person we come across is like, oh, no, he's definitely going to be, you know, in the 90s, possibly hit three digits. Uh, But the breeder told us 75. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. He's still growing. Yeah. Big paws and everything. Do you know about how much he weighs now? So he is exactly at 71 pounds right now. He just hit his eight month mark. And funnily enough, we brought him in for his eight month weigh in and uh, checkup. And the vet was like, "Mm, how much are you feeding him? And I'm like, oh, we're feeding him like four cups a day of food. (laughs) And she kept staring at him. And I was like, oh, is he underweight? And she's like, yeah, I'd like to see him around 85 right now. And I was like, oh my goodness. Just go on and on about how big he is. And everybody we see is like, wow, he's ginormous. And come to find out at eight months, you know, he needs to be 15, 10 to 15 pounds more. So basically his head's really big. And the vet wants his uh, body to match and get bulkier. 
So did you get him like about eight weeks old and was he like flown over from Poland or how did, how did this happen? So I probably should have gone over that. So his, with his parents being from Poland, the family that raised him decided to get out of the show dog business and get into the horse business. And so the daughter of the family went to college with a guy here in Florida. Um, We got him over in kind of the Gainesville area, you know, where all the big farms are and all the wonderful (laughs) breeders are. Um, And so when they decided to get out of that business, she, the daughter contacted him and they ended up with the parents. uh, They flew them over and they live um, with him and his family because they're in the dog, I guess, like boarding business. Um, And so they decided to start breeding them. So Fitz, not directly from Poland, parents from Poland now live here in Florida. So which were they very thankful for because what are the chances? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out. That's really neat. Too fun. And how did you even want, decide on the breed? Because there's so many great breeds out there. And I had a dog that they believed was mixed German sh- with German Shepherd and Husky. And she was so smart. She was such a smart dog and she was beautiful too. She had the coloring, like the, the black saddle and, you know, she kind of had some reddish yes. in her also. But how did you land on that breed? So <laughs> anybody who knows me knows I've always wanted a shepherd. It's pretty much all I've ever talked about. Oh, wow. uh, my mom and my aunt, they grew up with shepherds. So it's kind of just been something always talked about. And when I was a little, little kid, we had a shepherd. And so I grew up. Uh, with a shepherd. We had her uh, for about five years. We lived in Georgia and we, her name was Peaches. <laughs> and then when my younger sister was born, she, there was a big age gap between us. And so basically this shepherd had lived with the three of us, my mom, dad, and myself for five years at this point. And true to shepherd nature, my sister came into the picture and she was not having it. There were you know, very attached to their family. And so the protectiveness just kicked in. She did not understand what this like alien object was in our house that was crying and everything else. And uh, my parents were just nervous that, you know, something was going to happen. She just was not warming up to this (laughs) weird thing in our house. Um, But my aunt lived on a horse farm. So we ended up uh, giving her to my aunt and she lived out the rest of her years there which in turn, the rest of my life, I just wanted another shepherd. Uh, so all through college, all I talked about was shepherds. Uh, and then I met my husband in college and he's a hunter and he wanted a German short hair for hunting mm-hmm. naturally. And he, you know, he wanted a dog to, or even like a lab, but a dog to, you know, go duck hunting with and track and everything like that. And I was very clear from the beginning, I want a shepherd and probably a year in our relationship he was on the shepherd train too. Once he started doing research and meeting more shepherds and me pointing out every shepherd on every sidewalk ever. (laughs) And so it's been probably, it's been seven years now and we're finally in a place in our life where we could get a dog. And so even before we moved from Washington back to Jacksonville this January, we were already looking into breeders and stuff like that. And then February, March, March time is when we uh, found found Fitz. We went out and picked him out. He was, um, like I said, over in like the Gainesville area. 
And we just waited till he was eight weeks old and brought him home. <laughs> ah, very nice. Yeah, that's so fun that came true for you. I, uh, right? It Aww. works out when it's supposed to be. It works out really neat. It was so. definitely meant to be. <laughs> yeah, so fun. And how did you come up with that name? So we had been trying to figure out a name. We weren't sure if it was going to be a boy or a girl. But when we drove over to meet all the puppies and we picked him out, there was only two girls and one was already reserved. but we just ended up picking him out. We just loved him. And then on the drive home, so we didn't get to bring him home yet, but on our drive back, we were still trying to cut. We're like, okay, boy names, at least narrows it down. And we had just not been agreeing on anything. Go figure. (laughs) My husband all of a sudden was like, what about Fitz? And there have been some TV shows and books where I had seen the name and it's always been a name for a very, prominent strong figure and he had thought of it because he had read a book series where like the king or something was named Fitz and so he also saw it as a very strong name and so I was like yeah I like it so it was the first thing we agreed on and he was like okay that'll be like our name for now unless we think of something better and so we kind of were like waited a couple days maybe like a week and we needed to go get a name tag. And I was like, let's just do Fitz. And he was like, all right. And then one, it was like, you know, once you decide on a name, there's no going back. It's like, then you only see your dog with that name. Right. So Fitz it was. It was basically the first name we agreed on. <laughs> and so tell us like how, how life has changed since he's come into your life, that pup. He's like, Because he's gone from a little guy, eight weeks, and now he's getting bigger and bigger, heading towards, you know, 70-something, yes. 80-something. So tell us, like, <laughs> like, you know, has he brought joy into your life and in what ways and some challenges and what ways, anything like that? Just share from your heart what, what's been going on. <laughs> well, honestly, it's just been such great timing with COVID and everything that's going on right now. We brought him home right in the beginning of COVID happening and kind of like in the height of it when everything was shut down, you know, with when the restaurants were all still closed and businesses were all still closed and everything like that. And we kind of brought him home. We're like, how are we going to socialize this dog? And so our biggest challenge starting off was, you know, we can't just leave this dog in our house all day. Like we've got to figure out how during COVID we're going to socialize and train this dog. So we just did a bunch of research, you know, he wasn't old enough to have all of his shots and go to dog parks or, any doggy daycare or anything like that. So we're like, okay, well that's automatically out. So next up was the beach, which beaches were closed, but with my husband being in the military, we had access to the base beach over in Mayport and they allow dogs. So we started taking him there once or twice a week and just walking him up and down the beach. Uh, we would let him run around get him in the ocean um, and we, when we would walk him, we'd have him like meet all the people who wanted to meet him. We would have him meet all the dogs, have him play with dogs, everything like that. So it was just a lot of meeting and approaching as many people as possible. Also trying to find kids. We'd be like, Hey, do your kids want to pet our dog? AKA, please let your kids pet our dog. Um, <laughs> so things like that. And then we immediately started off with puppy training. Um, cause that was another thing that you know, he got to see other dogs, meet other dogs. And I mean, this was like at nine weeks old, we started him. Like as soon as we got him, we found a, a trainer here in Jacksonville who specializes in shepherds and um, Belgians and all dogs, but specializes in those, which is 
key with a shepherd with how strong-willed they are and how intelligent they are and challenging they are. Um, so although, you know, we weren't immediately doing training per se, but he, the trainer was teaching us how to train and how to, you know, the right commands to say and when to say them and the timing and everything like that. So it was a lot of training for us. It took like, we like had to sit down one day and really like plan out how are we going to socialize this dog when the world is shut down. Um, But the good thing that's come out of that is that it's kept us really active during this time. So there's been no just sitting around all day. There's no, oh, I'm in a slump today or oh, this world is just like weighing really heavy on me. It's been great to get up, go for a walk, start your day with exercise and then it doesn't stop there. Then you're playing, then you're seeing somebody on the sidewalk and talking with them and you're meeting people out and you're trying to go anywhere to take the dog places, restaurants, patios, anything like that. So really just in this crazy world, this dog has been like such a perfect timing. At the end of the day, I just think of how much I've been exposed to socialization and play and just a better day than I would have had if I didn't have a dog. So very grateful for the timing. Well, that's wonderful that you got training help right away. And that's really smart so that you can be sure that your dog, you know, it has all the different things. And like you said, we're actually the ones that have to be trained. You know, I I do dog training myself and that's what it is. The key part is the human. The consistency is so crucial. They're smart enough. We just don't work enough with them. Um, so, well, some people don't, right? So right. it's really important yeah, it's, to do that. That's definitely something I learned. I had no idea going into it how much I need to be trained. Well, and they love, they love to learn. So like you said, yeah. consistency, and you just got to like take the time to really set aside a portion of your day to go over training and they'll get it. But yeah, I think consistency is a big thing. I was talking to my husband before our, our talk today and so I was like asking him, I was like, okay, so like, I'm trying to think about brainstorm, like what has this dog taught me? And he immediately was like, patience, like <laughs> that has absolutely been the number one thing. And I'm like, I don't know if I've totally learned that yet. And he's like, you're a lot better than you used to be. But it's like, he's constantly telling me, Meg, remember this dog's a puppy. It's a baby. And it's so easy to forget that with their size and with how intelligent they are. And you're like, oh, but I know they know. And he's like, he's a baby. He's a baby. (laughs) So so I've definitely had to remind myself sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just a baby. Yeah. So what would you like say to somebody that's about to get a puppy that's never had a dog or not in a long, long time since they were little? What advice would you give them? Oh, goodness, so much. I'd be like, let's go get a coffee and chat. But um, (laughs) just make sure that you're prepared to have a puppy. Puppies are cute. And it's so easy when you see one out or you get to pet somebody else's puppy or play with their puppy for a little bit. It's a whole different situation when your puppy is awake at three in the morning and wants to play because it's not tired or needs to go to the bathroom every 30 minutes because it's nine weeks old or you know, anything like that. Um, definitely love puppies, support getting puppies, but you've got to make sure you have the time and the patience <laughs> to put that. towards it and not go into it thinking you're just getting this, you know, cute little puppy to play with, which you are, but only for a percentage of the day, you know, there's a the whole rest of the day that you've also have to be mentally prepared for and physically prepared for, but yes. it's all worth it at the end of the day when they're 
exhausted from playing and they're all sleepy and cuddly and remind you why you just spent your entire day playing with a dog (laughs) and getting bit by a dog and cleaning up messes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Those needle teeth are so brutal. And what, what would you say his personality is like? Because, you know, you've seen him develop now for all these months. What do you see coming out from this dog? I see right now just a blur of energy. Um, He's definitely very, very stubborn. I don't know. I'm hoping that'll go away with age and maturity, but we'll see. I've never seen a dog this stubborn before. It's amazing. Um, But he definitely is, like I've said, very intelligent. So I think we're going to see a lot of great things come of him as long as we foster that environment for him. But he definitely has the energy to do anything, the intelligence to do anything. We'll just see if he wants to do it. (laughs) We've seen him like, it's almost like a cat will tell him not to get on something and he'll look at us and put his paw on it and just touch it and look back at us like, what are you going to do now? And it's just, wow. Wow. Yes. Like a little child just testing you and you're like, oh my goodness, you're not a dog anymore. (laughs) You're a person. Wow. So yeah. It's just been so rewarding. It's been hilarious to learn all these lessons and so rewarding to watch this dog grow from puppyhood to, well, eight months old and every day thinking I've come so far from eight weeks old and yet we still have so much to go and so many lessons to learn still. But every day is, you know, a new day and I can't wait to see what else else happens. (laughs) Yeah. Wonderful. Congratulations on your beautiful boy. And I'm so glad that you came on. I'm just trying to highlight people in Jacksonville because we have such a great community here. And and like I said, I started to realize I should have my own people on, if you will, my <laughs> own area, because I've met the nicest people around here with dogs. We just have wonderful people. And it's very dog friendly here, too. You know, all yes. the tables you can sit at at the restaurants outside. And we really have a yes, very dog friendly community. Thank God. So, yes, I'm really grateful. So I'm so glad you came on so you could share that and about your beautiful boy. And I'll definitely put your Instagram account on there, too, so that they can follow his <laughs> as he grows up and learns things and you know gets on his way but he's adorable <laughs> his cute puppy pictures too so thank Aww, you Megan thank for being you. here thanks so I much I appreciate it. thanks for having me I hope you enjoyed Megan's stories I love that she brought up some great information and how so many people think having a puppy is just all fun and cuteness yes they are those things but they are much much more adult dogs can bring that as well as many adult dogs are very puppyish, even into their senior years. My border collie, Maisie, when she was 10 years old, she started to finally slow down. No joke. I do not exaggerate. I like to describe it as if an alien has landed in your home. So they don't know our language, our culture, what is expected in any way. They're completely a different species. You have to remember that. So patience and consistency are key. Now, let me have you... Put yourself in their situation, not as a dog, but as a human. Let's say you had to move suddenly to another country and you had no knowledge about it. You don't know the language. You don't know the expectations. You have no idea what people want from you. And if they're waving their finger in your face, you don't really know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. In some cultures, right? Different hand motions mean different things. 
So unless people there took you kind of under their wing, so to speak, and gave you some information and helped you understand what is expected, how to behave, heck, how to cross the street. In Ireland and England, if you look the wrong way, you can get hit by a car very easily. So think about in these countries how different life would be and how much your brain would be working in overtime so that you can behave and do what is expected of you and what's needed to survive, really. Well, go back to your dog now. Think about how they don't always know what you want. And if you're not consistent with your words and your actions, how do they know what you want? You we, Well, you just can't expect them to know, right? So please work on being consistent. And that will prove right there, that's really 95% of the training. That's what it is. Being consistent with your words, your actions. Yes, it can be tiresome. But if you do it, oh my goodness, the dog that you will help shape and also just the reward of having a better relationship with your dog. It is tremendous. So I hope that you'll take that into account next time you get frustrated with your dog and think, well, you know what? It's probably me, right? It's us. It's us humans. When we're not consistent, well, the dog just can't know. But chin up. You you can do this. You can do it. And if you know of a neighbor that just got a dog, whether rescue or puppy, maybe lend them a little bit of support, moral support, and even advice if you feel like you can give it. Now, if you need a little bit of happiness, be sure to look at Fits and Giggles. That is the name of Megan's account. I do have it linked in the show notes. Look at your dog in their beautiful eyes and know that it's going to be okay. With that kind of love, unconditional love, how else can we feel, right? Let's just get down to the basics. I wish you blessings and peace.